Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and you're back for part two of Why My Dad Loves Food. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Uh, you, you brought up a couple good points in there, and, and I just kind of let you roll because it was very informative, and this will probably end up being a two-part episode. I'll just let yours part run for the second part of this, but... Where you said you like to make stuff from scratch, which you do. And you have a garden and uh, he cans and jars and freezes stuff for the the whole winter. Like he's hibernating and don't end up eating it until like three years later. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's one thing I remember you did not make from scratch. I don't know if you don't like them. Mashed potatoes. I just started eating potatoes. Remember I wouldn't eat them. So that's what I'm saying. I don't remember you eating potatoes, but if you made them for like a dish for us, you use the instant box. Right. Because I wouldn't, because <laughs> you love potatoes. Yes. But you love mashed potatoes. Yes. I've never seen somebody put uh, 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 a volcano of mashed potato <laughs> on a plate like you and your sister and brothers. And I, and I don't have, I, didn't, I just started eating potatoes just recently. As a matter of fact, I ate French fries two days in a row when I made that pita sandwich. But you can have all the potatoes you want. And I think that's why I made instant because I really didn't care for the that plethora of of gooiness that I had to make taste right. You know? Uh, that that was that was the weird transition for me as a kid. So living with mom most of the time and then coming to stay with you. And you making the instant potatoes. Mom didn't play that. Mom hand mashed the potatoes. I know it. With the milk and the butter <laughs> they and have stuff. Chunky pieces yes. sometimes. Yes. Or you ever put mashed potatoes in your mouth and you knew they were real and you felt that little knot of potato, you know, and that butter, that the real butter that's in it and the creaminess. I know about them, but I didn't really like it. But I found out one thing that I could do I could make some potatoes and add the instant to it and make it taste just as good. Wow. So just like we was talking about you, the pioneer of the boom box and stuff like that, you the pioneer of blending artificial flavors with the natu- natural stuff. <laughs> that, and that's... people be talking about, I'm eating that. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Mom, Mom. I mean, she hand-mashed it the whole way. Like some of I my... know it. She had that masher. I, I know it. She had that masher and everything. And, and, and not only that, made plenty of them. Oh, yeah. Full pot. Killing them. And to boiling them, and a certain a certain length in boiling them, they couldn't overboil them. You know, they had to be mashed down. Yeah, and and when you whip them, and they had that peak, and that peak, that peak when it looked like that peak commercial on that uh, antifreeze, it was ready. <laughs> yeah, they they were nice and smooth to the point of where they were creamy, but they still had the little chunks of potato in there. Exactly, and I remember that. Oh yeah. One thing I did, like with my mom, she had these buttered potatoes where they would be like before you would mash them. Mm-hmm. And she would put a little butter and a little parsley in them. But it was basically because they were drenched in butter. <laughs> you know, is why I liked them. But uh, other than that, I, I, I wasn't too keen on potatoes at all. French fries, kids would love it when I, y'all would love it when I go to McDonald's and I didn't want no fries, but y'all, you know, they'd be all in the bottom of the bag and I, I didn't want none. You never had to worry about me getting McDonald's and, and coming back home with it and your fries were like halfway gone. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, the uh, the Baglers, the Baglers were great. The 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 bag stragglers. Oh man, yeah. those are, those would be the best. You go for those first. Yeah, especially when you find a little hard, crunchy one in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't a potato guy. That's why I, I bought those. Uh, I can remember the box, the brown box with the buds on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they would look like a little snowflake, but curled up. No wonder you would look like, oh, no. <laughs> you would look like, oh, no. We'll never make. <laughs> yeah, when I see that box come out, I was like, oh, the meal <laughs> just ruined. But you and your sister and your brother. Love potato and and I don't I don't even like I mean like I said in my latter years I'm eating a lot of different stuff that I never would have ate before and it's not because I didn't want it it's I didn't like it because like I said we didn't grow up with a lot of stuff that you know you had a choice right uh, I would have eaten it if I liked it just like I didn't I don't like oatmeal you know I don't like oatmeal because I can't stand that texture on my tongue I can't take it and, and farina same thing. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. That it's like oatmeal, but it's like grits. It looked like grits. Okay. It's a it's got that. It's 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 a finer grits, like grits, but it's finer. And you don't like grits? I like grits, but I like my grits. I don't like nobody else's grits. <laughs> I like my aunt Elnora grits, but she's gone. I don't like nobody else's grits. I don't want nobody else's grits because they're not grit, they're gritty. <laughs> Or, or they, or they, I, I got a certain consistency, a certain texture I like, and I won't eat them all the time, but I, I know exactly how I want mine. And there's no sense in you wasting your grits, giving them to me, because they're not going to be right. Right. And I know they're not right because I didn't make them. <laughs> Bias. I mean, sometimes that's how it is. It's, it's certain stuff that it, I like that other people make that I just can't duplicate or I just don't right. want to. And, and I think you've said this before, it's food just tastes better when you didn't have to cook it. Exactly. And I can eat, I can eat more because when I cook a lot of stuff that I cook, I've already lost my appetite because I get full looking at it and, and I like the pleasure of cooking it. So I think I'm getting full off of the pleasure of cooking. Right. You get first dibs on it too. Cause you taste that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you think you're gonna get a whole steak from me when that little tender end is laying there <laughs> on the grill? Right. And it wants to fall in, but I'm over there nudging it in between the <laughs> to keep it from falling in. You think you're gonna get that on your plate? No. <laughs> no. What's your favorite food? Meatloaf. Okay. Can we? I don't know if we've ever clarified this. Where did your nickname come from? second grade first grade no i think it was kindergarten kindergarten back in our days i shouldn't tell this on live but back in our day kindergarten only went to school half a year okay so where i'm living at now ontario school is maybe what half a mile down the road Mm -hmm. but it looked like five miles to us right and what the way we got snow today was would be like a precursor to the snow we would get back in those days Mm -hmm. And we walked to school with no shoes on. So, you know, you got sure you did compared to what we had, you know. But anyway, my sister at the age where I was, I came home half a day after the first half of school. They had half a day for kindergarten morning, half a day kindergarten afternoon. Well, they went to school the whole day. They had to bring me home for lunch. They come home for lunch. We didn't have lunch in the school. Come home for lunch. So they would bring me home and they go back. Mom would have lunch together. 
mom and another lady named Miss Lucy, they lived and they would do clothes washing outside and a big old ringer washer and all that. But anyway, when they brought me home from school, they go back. Mom cooked meatloaf this day. And my name was not Meatloaf, it was Nilo. I was so short, I was Nilo to a grasshopper. I was just a little boy and my mom called me Nilo. But anyway, when my sisters brought me home this day, mom had cooked meatloaf. They ate, went back to school. Mom and her friend were outside washing clothes. I'm in there and I had pulled the oven door down, which was cool at the time. And I had got back into the meatloaf and was eating it. And the lady came in to get something for mom and she saw me sitting on the, the stove eating a meatloaf and she said instead of Nilo get out of that meatloaf she said meatloaf get out of that meatloaf and mom told the kids about it later on and they would kid me about your name meatloaf 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 and after a while it, they stopped calling me Nilo and it was meatloaf so they were teasing me with the meatloaf but name but it ended up being my name but originally Nilo I see. I'm glad we got that straightened out now. Yeah. So that's another thing somebody stole from you, basically, the singer. Yeah, but he's older than me, so they give him the credit because two out of three ain't bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bad out of hell. <laughs> that was that was him. <laughs> um, What's a food that you don't like that everybody else does? I know a few of them, but what, what's one thing? Sweet potatoes. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> You kind of paused with that one. I still can't, I don't know what the big deal is with sweet potatoes. I still can't get on board with this one. I, I'm I'm not like a you know a huge advocate for it. Like I'm not trying to push it upon people because I want to eat them all myself anyway. But right, I'm not a big yams guy anymore. And I'm gonna do a, an episode soon on soul food so that you'll hear more of my take on that later. But yams I'm not big on, but sweet potatoes in general and sweet potato flavored things I love. Do you? So I don't, I guess I took all of what you had for sweet potatoes. Yeah. I mean, that, that gene, that DNA gene, it was dormant in me and it exploded in you. I guess. Yeah. Because I, I can't even, I don't even like, I don't even like them near my other food. I don't even, you know, because back in the day you didn't have a choice and they would put that on your plate. You'll get your, you got your plate fixed for you. So you didn't get too much, <laughs> but, but that, that juice or that little, that little stickiness of the, what they, it got on my other stuff and it poisoned my other stuff. <laughs> it would be like chitlin juice uh, touching my cornbread. That's a little extreme. That's what, but that's how it was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I just got to tell you, I mean, I figured you could associate it if I told you that. Uh, I, I understand the reference, but that's a little extreme. Sweet potatoes, the chitlins, come on. Chitlin juice seat in your cornbread, the cornbread gets soggy first of all and then it tastes like don't put that on my plate well, i'll say why did you have chitlins on the plate anyway i don't i don't i don't it's all like you had a bad experience from them touching your cornbread right but back in them days you didn't get a bowl or or you know everything went on the same plate and and not only that they're not going to sit there and hold them up and drain them so as soon as they come out of the pot everything the juice and all goes on the plate and then all that See, I'm specific. I know this. This is not something I'm learning. That juice seeps over your plate and runs into the cornbread underneath your lentil or beans. And uh. As soon as I smell chitlins, I don't need a new plate. I need a new place to eat. 
I'm not eating that. They, they always try to sneak them in on you. And, and so many people, when I ask these questions about food you don't like, chitlins comes up. And, it, and I have to add the ending of a food that other people actually like. Because people don't like chitlins in the majority of the world. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you this, though. When that's all you got and don't like them, figure that. And you got to eat them. So Frank's hot sauce, you take the cap off and you take the chitlins and put them out and you cut them up into micro mini pieces. They're so small, a grain of rice could hide them. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got to put them on your fork and lift them up to your plate. I mean, your lips, like, I'm going to put this in my mouth and I don't want to, but you got to. And then I, I mean, I've been in situations like that where that's all you had. And and this is where I came up with me and my brother, Mike, we would trade each other (laughs) different foods so we didn't have to eat the other food. Mm -hmm. Uh, My sisters would take and trade me my chitlin for their chicken or cornbread or because once I got past, don't even put them on my plate, they would put them in a bowl and then they would bargain for who would get them. This is we're kids back then. This is this is the early '60s, and I don't care who get them. Don't I don't want them. I I used to come home and watching them clean them in the sink, and and and, and saying, oh, this is gonna be a hard week. Nah. <laughs> you know, because they would clean them a day or two before, and and then you got to take them out. We didn't have Mike uh uh uh, uh garbage disposals and. You know, so you'd have four or five, eight buckets of of clean, not the chitlins, but the cleanings. Yeah. The excess. Yeah. You got to go find somewhere to put them. You can stop anytime you feel like it. <laughs> so you know I don't like them. I got enough bad memories. Because yeah. mom ate them. I know. And when we go over to Aunt Deb's house and she have like six, seven buckets over there, she'd be like, oh, Mark, you want to help me clean? I run right up the stairs. Like, I didn't come here for that. You think six or seven buckets were a lot? In your mom family, they would get 12, 13, 14 buckets and clean them like three days. More than zero is too much. Yeah, I already know. I've seen people drink the juice. Nah, I'll pass. You know what that is? That's not, that's shitlin' juice. Nah. <laughs> Literally. Nah. Yeah, yeah. I've turned my lip up like that too. Now that we're moving on to a new subject. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what's the last new food you tried? Sour cream. <laughs> you had never tried sour cream? I would taste it and know I hated it. And it, it, was, it had a verbal block. You don't want sour cream. I don't want any. And, and what happened was we had taco night. And my wife put some on there. And she got ready to say, oh, you don't like sour cream. I said, I just leave it on there. Boy. I took my fork and I tried to make it real thin because I didn't want, you know, it dolloped in, in one spot. Mm-hmm. So I spread it. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> but some magic fairy sprinkled pe- pixie dust on that taco. <laughs> and when I bit into that sucker, I said, hmm. I didn't want to say nothing right away that I was liking it. Right. Because I wanted to punish the person who had put it on there <laughs> with, 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 Bad, you know, with facial expressions to show you that you had did me a disservice by putting this on there. But for some reason or something, my feet started like, you know, ever sit back in your leisure chair and your feet go side to side? Mm-hmm. 
And some say, go ahead and tell her you like them. I say, you know, this sour cream ain't that bad. So once I freed myself of telling her that the sour cream wasn't that bad, I could enjoy it even more. And all of a sudden, now I'm in the middle of the taco. And all those flavors are bending together. I'm not just getting it in. And all of a sudden, the whole thing just came into this crescendo of like, these are the best tacos ever. And I had something said, don't tell her that. Your mouth is full. But my mouth said, I'm telling on you. <laughs> and because you're going to want another taco. You only got three. You're going to want her to fix you another one. And you don't want to have to tell her to put more sour cream on there because she was not going to put sour cream on it because she made a mistake. You got to let her know that you want sour cream <laughs> on this one. <laughs> yeah, give me a little bit more of that white stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how you have pride and don't want to say that. That sour cream says you're gonna spill on your you're gonna spill your guts. Bring me the whole thing at Daisy. Yeah, yeah, I don't want a dollop. <laughs> <laughs> I got now I got it in the squeeze thing. <laughs> so I ain't gotta have a big dollop. I can squeeze it. And I'm learning how to hold it right now. Cause at first I would squeeze it and before it would come out, I get a big old squirt in the middle. But now I'm learning how to like like mustard paint it on there. Yeah. Yeah, sour cream. <laughs> Sour cream. And you know all those greens and stuff that I used to get out my garden and pre-cook and, 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 and parch them. Uh, what do you call them? Parch. Parch them and, with the meat and everything and put them in the freezer. And they end up being in there two and three years. Well, I'm eating year three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating those ones that I had for my mom. And she's been gone three years. Wow. And they're just as good. I got collards and turnips and collards and uh, well, I got mustards and, and turnips mixed also. But I cooked them outside in a big old, I, I guess you would I, call them a, a, it's not a pot, it's a, it's a, it's a batch. <laughs> what is that thing called? That, that. A rondo? Yeah. I've cooked them outside on a, uh, with propane <laughs> and, and I had all this, what what what's the thing at, in the food service industry? It's a batch. It's a it's it's a big old ladle. I mean a a, a pot, but it's got a crane on it. A tilt skillet. Well, I'm I'm saying where you make a large quantity of something. Yeah, a big tilt skillet, and then you like you can turn it to tilt. Right, mm -hmm. right. I cooked them in a pot that big, but I cooked all these turkey butts and neck bones and and ham shanks in the juice first. Mm -hmm. Then I kind of like drained most of the meat out and then I parched the greens and stuff in it. Then I broke all the meats up where I would have a diff, I mean, a certain portion in, in the bags. And once I put the greens in there, a little of the juice, put some meat in there. I'm just now eating them greens and I didn't like them when I put them in the bags, but for some reason or another, they're starting to come alive. You let them marinate in the freezer for a few years first. Yeah, a few years. I got them in the bottom of the freezer and they're so good. My wife said, who made these? And I took them to a pastor's mother, which would be about my mom's age or your grandmama's age. And then it's Paul. I seen her one day and she was buying glory greens in the can. And I said, those things going to kill you. They're loaded with salt and stuff like that. She said, well, I'm too old to cook the greens like I used to. And, and I said, you know what, ma'am? Because I know her, I grew up with her son. Name named David Jones now, but his name was Willie Bob to me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just in case he ever hear this. <laughs> anyway, I said, ma'am, put those greens back and give me your address and I'll bring you some greens over. 
So I did what I told her I was going to do. I think she still got them greens, but just in case, you know, because some people lie what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I brought those greens over and I brought her two batches. I brought her collards and by themselves with the meat in, and I brought her turnip and and uh, and uh, uh, turnips and mustard mixed. And I didn't hear from her because, you know, you know, I just wanted to do it. And I, anyway, her son <laughs> sees me one day. And uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, what do you call a, a apostle. He's been in the church. He's like four, four years younger than me, mm-hmm. but he's been in the church ever since I ever known him, this other son. Mm-hmm. And he's got a nice church here in Sandusky and he sees me and I rarely see him, but he sees me. He said, Milo, right? I said, yeah. He said, man, you gave my mama some greens, didn't you? He wanted to make sure he had the right guy. I said, yeah, I dropped her. I was hoping that was okay because he was looking at me like he was threatening me, you know, and I know he's a Christian. You know, I figured I'm going to have to tie up Jesus' kid, you know. (laughs) But anyway, he said, man, my mama said that them greens you brought over took her all the way back to Mississippi when she was a little girl. She said she ain't had no greens like that since back when, you know, herself cooking them. Right. Because she old type, you know, the old old women can cook. Mm -hmm. She said... She wanted to thank you, but she didn't have no way of thanking you. But you made my mama's year. <laughs> and I said, well, my mama taught me how to cook them or blanch them greens and put them away. And, and and I noticed that you said something that that's how I got my way of cooking was watching mama come up with something from nothing. Like staring in the cabinet. She didn't stare in the cabinet. She knows she wasn't nothing in there, but she'd reach in the cabinet anyway and pull something out. Hmm. How does she do it? Called Joe Bacon. That's what that bacon was that I told you I saw in the, in the refrigerator. Oh, okay. It, it, it's, it's for like you fry it off and, and cook your cabbage in it. You know, you just want that grease and that stuff to start your fried cabbage with. That was what I saw. Ice cubes, that, and, and Arm and Ham and bacon, I think it was. I mean, bacon soda, you know, because they wanted the refrigerators to smell fresh. Right, yeah. But there was nothing in there to make it stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, though that I learned that from watching Mama. Mama could send me to the store with seventy something dollars on a bicycle that barely had brakes and stuff on it, and I and I would bring home back back in those days eight bags of groceries from memory what she wanted. Yeah, you know, your dad's getting old. Yeah, but you're not getting taller. <laughs> you never know. All right, so uh, fantastic episode. Uh, you pretty much used me as the guest, so I just kind of let you roll there. That's what dads do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was it was entertaining to me, so I know people will like it. Well, remember when you come home and said I joined culinary art school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, after I told you that, I was gone in two weeks. That's what I'm saying. That's how I do stuff. Yeah. All right. Well. You got anything else for everybody? Or? No, I'm just glad that you invited me on, man, because I didn't take it that we were doing a podcast. I was taking it that I was talking to my family. Oh, yeah, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. How it's supposed to be. The, the entertainment comes from the natural uh, interaction. Yeah. All right, so appreciate you coming on. Love you. Very, very entertaining as usual. Go ahead and wrap it up there. Check out the website, yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Cue that music. All right. Uh, donate to the show please we're trying to get Adobe Audition so we can edit these a little bit easier very entertaining follow me on social media YFLF podcast on Instagram and Twitter 
And I think that's going to wrap that up. See you guys next week. All right.